Hey, we're back in another exciting episode of Rick's Horror Movie Review Show. Rick's Rated R Horror Movie Review Show, where we review horror movies. You may not know this by now, but my favorite kind of horror movie is any movie, really, that deals with possession, the Catholic Church, things that go bump in the night, things that are scary, a potential noise in the attic. A haunted location. Someone's being possessed. A demon, two demons, three demons. That kind of shit is scary. I don't want some fucking demon in my closet. Fuck that. So I love that kind of stuff. I love when movies prey upon the fears of humanity. Dark places. The dark. That kind of shit is scary. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a haunting, a haunting in Venice. Wow. I'm going to do a couple of things in, in, in this review, which is, by the way, an absolutely spoiler-full review. I'm going to do an unhinged, unresearched, unedited, as I heard it, as I saw it, as I experienced review of A Haunting in Venice. Even though this movie's been out a couple of weeks and I saw it a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to sit on it and I wanted to, to, you know, to wait for the, you know, the emotions to settle. Because I gotta say, I was very disappointed. <laughs> I'm already spoiling the end. Hey, let's get to the end. Here's my rating. No. I'm gonna talk about the things that I love, the things that I really enjoyed about this movie, and then I'm gonna talk about the things I hated about this movie, and then we're gonna give this movie a rating. I'll say this. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. And I'm gonna start with the things that I liked. I gotta start with the set design. And I know, the set designed itself. It's 1947. It's Italy, first and foremost. Venice, not Venice Beach. It's 1947 Venice. And it's beautiful. The buildings are, were already old by, you know, at this point. I don't know how long, you know, I, I should probably know this. I've had the opportunity to visit Venice and it's beautiful. So I was really excited about the, the opportunity to see a horror movie because when I was walking those streets in the city of Venice, I felt like a you know, good horror movie could be told in these locations, especially walking around at night. The streets are, you know, many of these streets in Venice are cramped and it's beautiful. And, you know, potentially anywhere around the corner could be lurking. A mystery and so i was really excited about the fact that finally uh you know it's like oh somebody read my mind yes because uh, no one has ever had this bright idea of having a horror movie in the city of venice before but anyway uh you know the, the set designed itself 1947 venice beautifully uh, uh i think water <laughs> what am i fucking saying <laughs> it's 1947 Venice. It doesn't look much different today, but at the time, it's already beautiful. Uh, you know, you have old architecture, and I say that with the warmest of feelings. It looks amazing. Uh, all the bridges, also all all the gondolas, right? All of the uh, the water taxis and the water itself in the canals. It's all such a beautiful thing to see, like especially during the daylight, and an amazingly. How do I describe this? Not unsettling feeling, but certainly an amazing, with, with the right storytelling, with the right lighting, with the right mood, an amazing location to potentially shoot something scary. And indeed, I was excited about that. So I love the fact that it was in 1947, Venice. The cinematography, the exterior shots, beautifully, beautifully lit Venice. As I mentioned, that green water in the canal is fantastic it's like i was there it's like i was smelling the smells of venice it was beautiful the buildings were you know were were, were, were pictured beautifully everything about the cinematography of this film especially the exterior shots i think was phenomenal can't complain it i like the, the way that uh, the characters were framed 
if we move on now to most of this movie takes place indoors, but also I want to talk about that. The cinematography that was used to film characters indoors in low light, phenomenal. I mean, I was so excited about this. You know, you 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 have, I think, wow, this this potential for such a great horror movie because they were using candlelight, which, by the way, you're using candlelight in anything that already itself lends itself. Uh, that already that already itself lends itself. So that already, I think, is a great element for a horror movie. Anytime anything is candlelit, because of course there's some storm going on. Another beautiful thing that I enjoy the fact that they throw in a storm you know an all night long storm which is great another element for a great horror movie so you have candlelit interiors that are beautifully shot because it's dark but not too dark and you know what I'm talking about when I say that you can still see the characters faces and by the way I'm gonna talk about one shot in specific where it's Poirot Hercule Poirot in French Hercule Poirot in American Hercule Poirot uh, Hercule Poirot, who is the main character of this movie, I would say, yes, nobody would disagree with that. Hercule Poirot is uh, in frame, Tina Fey's character, whose name I don't fucking know, is in the frame, and behind them is, an, as I just mentioned earlier, a candlelight. And they're all so beautifully lit. Of course, they might just been simulated, because obviously they need to have some front lighting for this, but their faces are so well lit. But not so well lit that you can feel that, you know, they're using artificial lighting or movie lighting. It's just so well done. I, I can't complain about the cinematography at all. Even though it was indoors uh, and even though it was supposed to be candlelit, I never felt like I couldn't see what was happening uh, or that it was too obviously dark or maybe too brightly lit. It was beautifully done. Uh, the set design, again, the set design itself, 1947 Venice. I don't know how the fuck that looked, but, you know. I'm not really getting at the furniture or where they got the furniture from. Like there's mirrors, there's chairs, and all that kind of shit that looks good. It looks like it's from 1947, but I wouldn't fucking know, okay? Um, so that's all great, fine and dandy. I also really enjoyed the diverse cast. That was really nice to see. Well done, casting directors. Um, also really enjoyed, now this is part of the plot, but I really want to talk about this because this is really, really good, I think, especially in horror movies. Horror movie fans, you know this, that when a secret fucking room is revealed, some shit is going to happen. Something good, you know, something fucking scary or something that's going to move the story forward, something fantastic, right? So I really enjoyed the fact that that was thrown in there. And also, oh, fucking on with those 1940s suits, baby. Good lord, those things were delicious looking. I mean, you have Tina Fey wearing this, you know, this phenomenal uh, suit and accompanied by this beautiful looking fedora and those hairstyles, all phenomenal. The suit plural wore the entire time, phenomenal. The suits that everybody else wore, phenomenal. I mean, everybody was dressed immaculately, and I fucking love that. I think we dress, dress like bums nowadays, and I fucking hate that. But I love that 1940s look and aesthetic and the way that people were dressing. Fashion on top. Or on point, I should say, not on top. And I think that brings us to the end of, uh, that brings us to the end of the things that I enjoyed about this movie. Now I really want to talk about the things I fucking hated. Because I hated a lot of shit about this fucking movie. And I'm going to start with the first fucking thing. <laughs> I should start with the first thing. Um, Poirot's fucking mustache. I mean, I get it. This is 1940s, uh, uh, you know, Europe. or He's a Frenchman from the 1940s. And maybe they did wear that fucking kind of mustache in the 1940s. But let me tell you. You don't have to fucking throw in there a mustache from the 1940s just because this fucker has this mustache uh, in, you know, the story. Get rid of it. It's fucking distracting. I don't want to see that shit. That shit was all long and like, it was ridiculous. I, 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 what, what is this, fucking 
you know, mustache competition, the world's greatest. Sir, welcome to the world's greatest mustache competition. Your contestant number one. It was a fucking horrible looking mustache and it was distracting and I couldn't, you know, I, I, every time his face was in the frame, all I can think about was his mustache. His accent, I, I think this is a British actor. It's all right, you know, that, you, that decent, uh, I think British uh, or a person doing a uh, Kenneth Branagh, I think his name is. He also directed the movie, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, decent actor, I would say, but, you know, all of that shit got lost in that mustache, to be honest. Uh, I'm sorry. Just fucking get rid of it next time. I don't like it. Uh, so I didn't like the fucking stupid mustache. And, um... <sighs> so much shit I don't fucking like. But I really gotta touch upon this one now, because I think it really... Before I start fucking getting into more plot shit. I said earlier about the room and the scary room. Uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. If a movie is called... A Boat Race in Venice... What would you expect to see? You over there. Well, now, sir, I would expect to see a boat race in Venice. Well, okay, good, good. Yeah, I would also expect to see a boat race in Venice. If a movie was called A Sunset in Venice, what would you expect to see? What about you? Over there, way over there. Well, I would expect to see a sunset. Yeah? Yeah, well, I would also expect to see a sunset. I can't, uh, can't argue with that logic or assumption. So when a movie is called A Haunting in Venice, A Haunting, A Haunting in Venice, what would you expect to see? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a fucking haunting in Venice. But that's not what we fucking got, did we? No, we didn't. And I'm going to start to get into the fucking meat of the story. Because what we got was a fucking murder mystery in venice now don't get me wrong i love a murder mystery i love only murders in the building which by the way tina fey is a part of in the second season i love that shit give me a good murder mystery any day uh you know clue i love fucking playing clue uh you know the glass onion fucking love it love those movies uh knives out love that fucking movie give me a good murder mystery movie i'll gobble that shit up but call it a murder mystery. Or tell me it's a murder mystery. But if I'm going to go to the fucking movies, to watch a movie called A Haunting in Venice, and I'm sitting there, I've got my popcorn, yeah, and I've got my soda, yeah, and I'm waiting for a fucking haunting to happen, but you don't give me a fucking haunting, you give me a murder mystery in Venice, well, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to be fucking pissed. Because I was expecting a haunting in Venice. Well, now, maybe you should have, maybe now you should have seen a preview or something, huh? Well, guess what? I don't like seeing fucking previews. I don't want to spoil the movie. I saw Haunting in Venice, and I said, well, that sounds like, you know, buddy fucking took my idea, like, because no one's ever thought about this before, of, uh, you know, taking the city of Venice and putting that shit in a fucking horror movie. Great, I'll see that shit. So there I am, months later, sitting in the fucking audience, paying my hard-earned money to see a Haunting in Venice, and you give me a murder in Venice. A murder mystery in Venice. But that's what it turns to be. So the setting of the movie. We are in the palazzo. In a uh, pal palazzo. Eh, siamo in un palazzo. Uh, I think that's Italian. And we're in a palace or an old building. A palazzo that used to be, as it's revealed in the story, an orphanage or a hospital or a sanatorium for children who had the plague. And so a bunch of kids died there. And so, you know... 
at this point in the story, I'm still I'm fucking excited about this. You know, I don't know that you know that, that it's a fucking mystery at this point. We are in a creepy location that is candle lit. Uh, that turns out to be an orphanage or again or a fucking hospital for kids who had the plague and there's supposed to be this seance here uh because uh, tina face character you know tells poirot hey let's go there's this fucking halloween seance in this palazzo that turns out to be an old uh hospital for kids who had the plague and uh you know then we're gonna expose this uh medium so we kind of knew that the medium itself wasn't going to be uh, an, an actual legitimate medium who can talk to ghosts but you know we think it's a horror fucking movie so maybe she can maybe she actually you know by pure fucking chance or coincidence actually talked to somebody on the other side well no she's a fucking phony and she has accomplices and i'm not gonna name every fucking character in this movie because they are you know i don't think anybody necessarily did a bad job at acting but eh, i just couldn't care fucking less because i kept expecting guess what a fucking haunting but anyway she's a fraud and she has accomplices, and Poirot, you know, obviously deduced this with his mustache. And uh, eventually it turns into uh, this fucking murder mystery to find out who killed uh, the woman who lives in this house, or who, the woman who's throwing some fucking party in Halloween. Uh, who killed her daughter? Oh, well, that's what we're here to see, who killed the fucking daughter. Okay, well, the daughter's got to be a ghost. I mean, it's a haunting in Ghana. <laughs> what am I kidding? It's either the daughter's a ghost or a fucking evil ghost killed her, right? Not much about it. Give me the fucking ghost. Give me the fucking demon. Give me the fucking haunting, baby. I got my soda. I got my popcorn. Well, time goes on. Seance uh, is, turns out to be a fucking, you know, fake. The medium turns out to be a fucking phony. Blah, 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 blah. Story, story, story. Talkie, talkie, talkie. And then the medium gets killed. She gets thrown out of a fucking window and it's like impaled on this beautiful Italian architecture. I don't know what it was, but, uh, you know, she turned out to be impaled. So now she's dead. And now we're like, well, okay, well, who fucking killed the medium? It must have been the ghost. She angered a ghost, right? Yeah, it's the fucking haunting in Venice. Goddamn right she angered a ghost. I knew it. I knew they weren't going to waste this woman's talents. I knew she did something wrong. And I knew she contacted the other side. And now the fucking ghosts are here. And they're angry. All those children who died of the plague. Or, you know, some fucking brutal nurse who was torturing them while they were dying from the plague. Or they tortured her. Or some shit. So many things that could... Or the fucking evil doctor that was running experiments on the nurse. Or the nurse was in on it. And the kids didn't actually have the plague. Something. Give me something. They killed her, right? Something. Eventually, that's going to be revealed. Well, more talky-talky-talky. More mustache-mustache-mustache. A lot of good, good-looking, uh, you know, in-store, dark, but not too dark shots. But no haunting. Okay, you know, we're waiting. They're telling a story. We're going to be patient. We're a good audience. We guess we still got some popcorn here. We're good. You know, it's not the end of the world. We're good to go. There's still popcorn left. We got the large. We got the large soda. Uh, American large, by the way. Um, so, you know, <laughs> so you know that's a good size. Um, so we still got some popcorn. We still got some soda. And we're only about maybe an hour into the story. Well, this is a slow story. It, it, it's, it's just taking a while. They're setting shit up. All right? Don't lose hope. Ooh, and then, you know, there's this revelation that there's a, a secret room somewhere. Ooh. Yes. Finally, it's going to pay off. The secret room where all the ghosts are. Or a ghost is going to tell us why they died. Some shit, right? Because uh, a secret door or a secret room somewhere it holds mysteries. And that's a good thing. It's a good plot point. 
And of course, the mustache man, Poirot, figures out that there's a secret room, even though nobody else believes that there's... Well, there ain't no secret room in this building here, sir. Well, it turns out that there is a secret room. And it is in that building. And Poirot finds it. And they find some remains, but again, sir, they're useless. No ghosts. Uh, nothing other than, uh, you know, oh, well, we found the secret room with the remains of somebody here. Well, okay, well, that's not great. Now what? Go back to more talking, more and more dialogue. A lot of, lot of dialogue where characters are talking to each other. And, uh, uh, waiting, still waiting. I, I'm kind of, you know, I'm not at this point, I'm really, oh, boy. Now I'm starting to, like, mm Mm-hmm. Now I'm really starting to, you know, my, my patience is running thin at this point, but I'm holding on. You know, I got a little bit of soda left. And I'm still holding on. I'm holding on the whole baby because it's going to happen, you know. Maybe it's an hour and 20 minutes in, but maybe it's a long movie. Maybe it's the second act. You know, I don't know how long this movie is, but, you know, we're getting into a second act here. Fucking ghost is going to come in at some point now. More talking, more dialoguing, more mustache, more beautiful shots on the inside, a lot of rain, but no fucking ghosts, no fucking haunting. So now it just turns into some fucking murder mystery, which again, I, at the beginning of the movie, uh, the end of this video, I said, okay, fine, you're going to be a fucking murder mystery, then do a fucking murder mystery, but don't fucking call it a haunting in Venice. So we start deducing, Poirot's mustache starts to deduce who actually committed the murder, Right? The murder of Anna, who is the daughter of the woman who's in this building who hosted the Halloween party in the seance because she supposedly wanted to talk to her daughter. It's all a fucking phony, phony baloney bullshit. So now the seance person is dead and she's not a fucking ghost. And I was like, okay, well, clearly there's no fucking ghost. Oh, it's by the way, I really fucking hated this. They teased the ghost of a little girl who could potentially be a ghost or not a ghost because mustached man saw her and uh, could have definitely been a vision. Right, because clearly this is not some dude that believes in ghosts. So you really don't know. He wasn't the best character to present a vision to, in my opinion. Uh, they could have presented the vision of the girl to potentially. This, there's this doctor at this seance who, I I don't know why the fuck is there. I forget. It's forgettable. Maybe present the ghost to him. He's tortured by some demons, and maybe you know that little girl is one of the kids that he. I think he was the doctor in the orphanage when that place was an orphanage or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. But anyway, they tease the ghost. Or was it a ghost? Maybe it was just a vision. Just threw it away. It's like a plot element just fucking thrown away. And we keep moving on with more more talky-talky. More dialogue-dialogue. More mustache-mustache. And now we're going to figure out who fucking killed. In the end of this fucking thing. Like, I could have fucking told you that the woman killed her daughter. And that's exactly what happened. All of this fucking balloon. All of this wasted cinematography. The beautiful setting. Italy, 1940s. The beautiful suits. The beautiful lighting. Everything wasted on a fucking murder mystery. The woman did it. The mother did it. Why did she fucking kill her own daughter? I don't know. She's jealous of the husband. Good looking dude. She's she's angry. He doesn't want to be left alone. Fuck, who fucking cares? So it turns out that she killed her. Turns out that she killed Michelle Yeoh's character, who's the seance person. And that's it. Murder mystery solved. End the story. The storm breaks. Beautiful exterior shots of Venice, I think, at dawn. I don't fucking remember at this point. Maybe there wasn't a beautiful exterior shot of, of Venice at dawn. And maybe my brain is just throwing that in there. Because typically, when a good horror movie ends and, uh, you know, the evil has been contained or the demon has been exercised... 
There's a shot of dawn and the sun and the police finally arriving or help finally arrives, but too late because the main characters already fucking did it on their own. None of that shit. The mustache solved the mystery. All it took him 24 hours or however long that fucking seance or party was to find that shit out. And, you know, well, there's interviews and all of this bullshit about where were you on the night of the 27th when all of this baloney and everybody's telling their fucking story and no i don't give a shit at this point because i'm like i don't care where where you were just fucking tell me where the end of this movie is because you know clearly this isn't a haunting and now it's not gonna happen at this point so yeah mother did it killed the daughter killed the seance lady and that's the end of it she gets taken in by authorities and by the way there's a boy in the story <laughs> who says dialogue he's the son of the doctor or some shit i don't know why he's there but uh yeah He's uh, like uh, also wearing an immaculate suit. I should have mentioned that earlier. And uh, that's the end of the story. And uh, then we see Poirot back to his uh, his place, uh, which I think, unfortunately, they're teasing more of these movies. And I actually now I think that uh, if this wasn't called, <laughs> why did you call this a haunting in Venice? If you hadn't called this a haunting in Venice, I would really enjoy this movie, probably. But you called it a fucking haunting in Venice, and my brain just couldn't get over the fact that you fucking called it a haunting in Venice. And my brain was expecting a haunting in Venice. A boat race in Venice. My brain expects to see a boat race in Venice. Two nights in Venice. Ah, three nights in Venice. Well, you know, might, might be a little vague. A murder mystery in Venice. Somebody got killed in Venice. A woman died in Venice. The orphanage... That is now a palazzo and a mystery in Venice. A mystery in Venice. How about that? The mystery in Venice. An unsolved mystery in Venice. The history, uh, an unsolved history in Venice. Hercules Poirot's mustache in and Let me, here's the title card for how this movie should have been called. Hercules Poirot. Hercules. Hercules, I think, is a Dragon Ball C character. Hercules. Hercule Poirot. In a mystery in Venice. Oh, okay. There's a fucking mystery in Venice. Cool. Let's go see that shit. But no, a murder in Venice. And that's as much as I'm going to say about this fucking movie. I'm just going to say this. There are a lot of things I enjoyed about this fucking movie. And there are more things I didn't enjoy about this movie. The story I didn't enjoy. Uh, I didn't enjoy the teasing. I didn't enjoy the fact that they wasted so many opportunities to make a horror movie and they didn't do that. Uh, the, sh uh, the sh title was shit. Uh, but I've seen worse things, and I said earlier, had this given this movie an appropriate title, then maybe I would have enjoyed it more, uh, but I have seen worse movies than this, and even though this isn't a horror movie, and technically this is Rick's rated fucking arm horror movie review show, at this point we have to give it a rating, I'm gonna give this movie, honestly, I'm gonna give this movie a 4 out of 10, because... I know you're thinking, well, how? Wait, wait, what the fuck, bro? How are you going to give this movie a four? It's not even a horror movie. That's kind of high. You, you gave Saw a three. Yeah, I did. But you have to understand that they did so many things right. Uh, you know what the horror is? You know what the real fucking horror of this movie is? Is the fact that they wasted so many great things that make a great horror movie on a murder mystery movie. And they all do, had they only just, had they only just cowled it, a murder mystery invention. You know, I'm ranting. I'm going to give this movie a 4 out of 10. If you made it through the end, thank you so much. Again, this is a spoiler full review. 
of Haunting in Venice. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, thanks so much for hanging out. And uh, until next time on Rick's Rated R Horror Movie Review Show.